All right, everybody. Welcome to Whistle While You Work. We are on episode seven. It's episode seven time. And we don't have a fancy name other than Trip Report. Trip Report. (laughs) Uh, Not to be confused with uh, Captain America Civil War Mission Report. Okay. Yeah. We don't want to confuse our listeners. I don't want to. I just went deep nerd there. Deep nerd. (laughs) I just kind of uh, had a confused look on my face. So I'm sure someone else in the room got it. Which I got it. Yes. You heard that third voice, people. We have a guest amongst us. It is our oldest child. Hello. I've been stolen from my bed where (laughs) I planned to sleep. but I know. We're doing a late night podcast because we got our high schooler here. He has has some good information to share, and that's why he's here. I know. Tell him your name. My name is Will. I had to say that very awkwardly. (laughs) It's not that awkward. Oh, I know. So I'm not going to talk as much this time because I did not go on this trip. It was you you did go on a trip just barely before us. Oh, no, no. I'm not upset. I'm just saying, you know, if people are like, I really want to listen to Kayla, this might not be your episode because I want you guys. Maybe you shouldn't have said that and they're going to start tuning out. Oh, no. Shoot. Okay. We we can edit. (laughs) We have an editor here. His name's Randy. But why don't you tell, um, well, wait, I have one more. I have, I do have something, a factoid to share. And that is, Will, did you know what number trip this was for you? I do not. This was your 10th Disney trip. Wow. Son. I, I don't keep track. This is, that's your job. (laughs) I just go and have a blast. Nine of those were at Disney World. One was Disneyland. And I think we only drove once. Did we only drive? Yeah, once? we only drove to Disney World once. Yeah, so Will, First he's time. he's pretty um, versed in this. You know, we've, I've we've definitely gone him. through all the COVID craziness. Yes, and the before been, and after. Yep, yep. So why don't you uh, tell us why you guys went on this particular trip and a little bit about it? Well, this trip was an orchestra trip that we had planned in about July. When it was first mentioned for your high school orchestra, it was for high school orchestra, it all was, of all of the orchestras yeah, combined. Right? Every orchestra so. got to go, and we played at Disney. It was at their one of their workplaces. There was a little recording area and stuff. They had a bunch of microphones, and we got to practice with a guest conductor, who arranged a couple of things for Disney. I don't remember exactly which ones, but. He's a really cool guy, and he did teach us a lot about, I guess, how how we can improve our practicing and solo sight reading. And yeah, I mean, we got to go to Disney World while we were there. So how many hours were you at the workshop? It was two and a half hours, I think. Wow. Yeah. That sounded so fun. It, it was cool. Dad, dad didn't go to that part though, right? No, he he was no, in Hollywood. Didn't, they didn't let any of the chaperones go. Only only the director was able to go. Yeah, uh, Mr. Tran. And um, so, tell us a little bit about the process. Like, so when you got there, well, tell them what or- what instrument you play too. Well, I play the violin, so it's a little different for every instrument. The cellos and basses, they got to rent stuff there. I had to go through the nightmare of bringing an instrument. Through TSA and right. on an airplane and hoping it didn't break. Everything was okay, though. 
and we unpacked they had like a little mixing area in the back where they would record all of our audio and we would practice we'd record and we would we'd listen back and we would give ourselves feedback he didn't tell us anything the director he just he said what do you think we could have done better and it was all really self-managed and we definitely improved in Sight Red. The ending of the Little Mermaid Aww. at the very end was a very was very nice, and it was a lot of fun. Definitely different from the daily orchestra classroom. Yeah. So you played a variety of pieces to start, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of to we determine kinda, what your yeah. capability level was. Yeah, we definitely. We figured out pretty quickly which ones we could and couldn't do. Yeah. Some of them were a little tricky. Yeah. Yeah. That's so fun. It, it was a lot of fun. Well, eventually we're going to get an audio recording of that. Oh, and, yes. And we'll get to hear it. Um, so that'll be kind of neat. It would have been cool to have seen it in person too, but um, it sounds awesome, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, as a musician myself, what better way to do Disney than to get to not just go and hear Disney music, but to play Disney music. Like, how cool is that? Like, I know. It's awesome. And then to, like, play it under the direction of, like, a Disney guy. Yeah, yeah. Or girl. It could have been oh, yeah. whoever, it was, right? But, it, was, it was a but cast it would, member, too. It would have been so cool oh. to, you know, this is, this is, I'm doing this for Disney, and Disney's doing it for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, okay, I'm curious. Do you know where it was? It was on Disney property. Uh. Do they it's, like cover your face with like a bag and they, I didn't, they didn't want I didn't you to know pay where much from. attention because we had just been to Animal Kingdom and so we were all tired. But I don't know. It was close to the giant McDonald's. Oh, That's all I know. It was okay. at one of the Imagineering buildings. The giant McDonald's, isn't that by Animal Kingdom? I remember it's kind of over in that area. Um, Yeah. Yeah, it's off kind of the main road there, but... um. I don't, I don't know. know. I didn't. I didn't go there, so that's I don't, the kind of I don't stuff that I'm curious about. I didn't pay a whole lot of attention so, to where you're going. Yeah, all I saw was the giant McDonald's, and that's my <laughs> sole reference point. Okay, that's good. Okay, well, why don't we talk about like how many days you were there, which parks you went to, and um, the elephant in the room. I don't know if it's the elephant in the room, but. The fact that you were there over a holiday weekend, President's Ooh. Day weekend, Ooh. and let me just start off by saying this: <laughs> he's <laughs> readjusting in his seat, people. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta reposition here. Let me just let me start off saying this: this, I don't care what your plans are, right? But whatever they are, you need to manage your expectations before you go. Mm. Like that yes. is the absolute key to your happiness on any Disney trip. Okay, manage your expectations before you go. And by manager expectations, I'm really saying you need to be pretty well aware of how crowded it's going to be before you get there. Because if you are not prepared for that and you show up and it is beyond packed like it was for the entire time we were there, you're going to be kind of sad. Like you're going to mope Mm. around because guess what? When it's really packed, you're going to spend a lot of time in lines. Yeah. And we'll talk about that in a second. But you just got to manage those expectations, and you know, as we plugged before, um, with the with with some of the services that are available yeah. out there, you know, um, touring plans in specific, you know, they have a great crowd forecasting calendar out there, and Will and I have known for months now 
that on a scale of one to 10, the parks were going to be a 10 every day we were there. It didn't matter which yes. park it was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, 10 except, out of 10. <laughs> except for the last day, <laughs> which, was, which was Epcot, and it was forecasted to be a 7. And guess what? It was a 10. It was a 10. It was okay? really bad. Um, but we knew that going into it. And I think, and Will can speak to it for himself, but I think, honestly, it, it helped me be in the mode and not and there was never a point where i was just like i can't believe i'm waiting in another two hour freaking line <laughs> because we did except for our first day wait in the two hour line every single yes, day we were, we were ready once. for the lines i i didn't even have a real sense of time by the end of the two hour waits because i had just become so accustomed yeah to but we were forever we were prepared for it in advance too right so that's my if i give you any bit of counsel you know as you prepare your trip that's it manage your expectations before you go because if you if you go and you're not expecting it to be beyond crazy busy packed right and it is then you're going to be disappointed if you go and you're expecting there to be low crowds but it was forecasted to be high crowds you'll be really disappointed mm-hmm. but on the other hand if you go with saying you know what it's busy disney's pretty much busy all the time and then by some magical chance you get there and it's not busy like it's just the best of feelings it's right really so magical. it's kind of the it's kind of the reverse <laughs> psychology a little bit but yeah. you should be prepared knowing in advance what it's like and we went knowing that it was going to be a holiday weekend president's day weekend which traditionally is a very busy time at the disney parks anyways yeah. right yeah. Um, I think one of the few weekends that are even busier was actually this weekend, which happens to be um, Princess Marathon weekend, right? Yeah, yeah. The Princess Half Marathon. Okay, so wait. You said the first day, which was Magic Kingdom, you didn't have two-hour lines. So which lines did you wait in that weren't two hours? I'm curious. Um, We didn't wait in any line that was two hours. Yeah. Oh, that's good. And the reason for that was because... Uh, maybe this is a good time to kick off the discussion. We took advantage of Genie Plus on you on that first day. Well, I, okay, I I suffered in line, but okay, that's 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 fair. I um, I took advantage. This is the, the royal we. Is that what that was? Royal we. Uh, chaperone's prerogative, right? I was by myself on that first day, so the kids all got in. They all they quickly abandoned me. I got a picture with my son and one of our friends right away. We left at like eleven thirty, and we rode Space Mountain, and then after Space, and then we rode um, um, Tomorrowland Speedway. And then after that, you guys were gone, and I was like, well, you, oh, I guess I'm here. Where did you go? You went to, what, Big Thunder Mountain, right? I did a lot of stuff. You, I know. You did a lot You did a lot of things, but we kind of took off and went. Yeah. I'm not blaming anyone. Oh, no, way. it's this, not. This is okay. Wait, you said you got there at 1130? We left. Uh, we parted ways at 1130. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I was like, wow, that's a problem. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, so I took advantage of Genie Plus, which means I didn't wait in any long lines. Um, it worked really well for me in Magic Kingdom. I successfully was able to reverse stack. You know, one one episode in the future will probably go into more detail about how to how to game the Genie Plus system a little better. But that first day, I was able to reverse stack, and so by the end of the day, I had a number of Lightning Lane selections ready for me to go. And I left the longest line at Magic Kingdom, which is always Seven Dwarfs. Yeah. Right. I left it till the very end of the day. Yeah. And um, pro tip that we've shared before, you go get in the line about thirty minutes, maybe even less than that, before the park closes, and you're you gonna, you're not only just gonna get on the ride, but your wait's gonna be significantly less. So, I actually got in the line for Seven Dwarfs. The park closed at ten. 
I got in line at about 9.40. I was on the ride by 9.55. Ooh. Yeah, that, I, that's cool. But I promise you that that line had been 180 minutes all day long. Yeah, oh, so it was wrapped all the way around to The Little Mermaid. And that was and that was wrapped all the way around with no social distancing, right? Remember in the summer when we went together yes. and yeah. it was wrapped around but six feet apart? Right. Like now, so you're basically telling me that they tripled that the size of that line yes, that we previously It was really in. long. Well, I, I do have to bring up, speaking of Little Mermaid, tell, tell us about your experience, Randy. Well, look, so <laughs> what do you do when you're a... Grown 40-year-old. a 40-year-old dude um, by yourself walking around the Magic Kingdom, you, you get on the Voyage of the Little Mermaid. I did not and do the Voyage you sit of the in your Little Mermaid. Shell, you sit in your clamshell and you sing Under the Sea with Sebastian and everybody else. And you know what? You do it with a smile and you love it. It's air conditioned. Uh, it did is. you take a nap? I did not. I, I <laughs> enjoyed the ride. He did on the carousel of progress, though. He did take a little power nap there. I did. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad that you guys had this trip, this bonding experience, so that you could take a nap. You did could I take snore? a nap. Well, you did, and then I nudged you a little <laughs> bit. Because <laughs> the people next to us like looked over They're a little bit, over. and I'm just like... Well, you know, you get back in that seat, and you put your head back, and it kind of opens the airways up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I noticed, and I'm... Bumped him a little bit, you know. All right, I have a question for Will. Oh boy. So, Will, what what was your experience um, being there with friends as opposed to being there with siblings or parents? Well, I mean, your I guess your dad was I, there. I was there with my dad, but with friends, there's definitely less, I guess, brotherly bonding, love, arguing. <laughs> And it was it was more just friends being friends instead of brothers being brothers, which can come off as arguing in some ways. Um, but it was definitely it made the lines feel a little shorter. I don't know if it was just being with friends or it's just bonding in general. But That's friends cool. definitely it made the lines a lot more fun. I feel like. And I mean, yeah, there's just all sorts of different things. Food. Definitely got to try some different foods that I don't normally try. Really? I need yeah. to hear about this. For starters, I tried the cream cheese pretzel, which was recommended by my wonderful mother, who oh. loved it so much. And it was really good. Did you really like it? It's sweet. You said it, you it was really sweet. I couldn't finish it, which yeah. is. Yeah. Not that surprising. That thing is really, big. really big and you really You didn't have sweet. friends that wanted some? I guess two uh, friends do friends that. Friends were, they were eating their own food. Okay. As well. What and else did you try? Anything else you tried? Mm, let's see. I don't know what I tried at, um, where was it? Animal Kingdom? I think I tried something. I stole one of my friend's food because I'd showed up after they were all finishing and I was just kind of the cleanup guy taking <laughs> taking what was left. So I don't know what it was, but it was it was pretty tasty. And I mean, I don't know. There's just differences. I don't really have a great explanation, I guess. All right. Well, I do need to hear about the new food that that dad tried at uh, Columbia Harbor House. He got... Well, so, you know, I was by myself for dinner. Very sad. Reminiscing sad on your Little Kingdom Mermaid. I, I was not sad about this part, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> 
this was one of the most peaceful Disney meals I've ever had in my life. Oh, but, yay. Um, it was good. I went to Columbia Harbor House. So one of the things that part of our package was that we received a, um, a meal voucher for every day. Now, we've never done the Disney dining plan, right? So I don't know how similar it is to that. But we got a little coupon, essentially, and that coupon was good for one entree, one side, one dessert, and one uh, single-serve non-alcoholic drink, <laughs> right? But it was only good at certain locations. So there was you scanned a QR code, and it would tell you in each park and at Disney Springs and at each of the resorts, right? So there's you had the full list of where you could redeem it at. And um, did you get your nachos with that too? No, I did not. Okay. Um, because I use it at Columbia Harbor House. Oh, okay, okay. But the adults and I all had the idea that we would see who could get the most expensive <laughs> item. So it was a competition. For, for our, there was for a contest. I... There was, and I won. Um, I actually tied because a number of us actually had the same idea, but we didn't eat together. So mm. I went to Columbia Harbor House. I got the lobster roll. And um, they have on the dessert menu, like only one thing, and it is a blueberry shake. But on top of this blueberry shake is a donut. And um, I didn't eat the donut, even though I love donuts, because I just didn't want to feel really crappy. But that shake was absolutely delicious. Mm, I mean, it was so Blueberry? Good. It was blueberry, and I did not expect Haunted it. Haunted Mansion themed? Is that what it, it was? It was. It was purple oh, and everything. I, and I, cool. I did not expect it to be as absolutely delicious as it was like i could really have like two or three more right now (laughs) i'm kind of jonesing for it but it was so good and you know on my meal ticket um and then i got a bottle of water and i don't remember what the side was maybe fries or something like that i I actually didn't eat those either but it was 31 dollars. this coupon was good for 31 dollars for one person yeah so i walked out thinking i won for sure and i get on the bus later that night there's like oh that's what we got too (laughs) and i'm like dang it (laughs) always gotta um, win but it was it was cool um it was it was a good experience look one of the things i like about columbia harbor house is that it's got a pretty cool location, right? Yes, I it, love the storefront of that one. It's very nondescript. Like, yeah. if you don't know what it is, you miss it. you're going to miss it. Yeah. And the good news about that is everyone misses it. So it's usually very, very empty, empty inside. Yeah. And so I go upstairs and I sit by the window and you can look out from the window and you can see the Haunted Mansion. You can see the the paddle boat. You can see the rest of, you know... I think your wife was the one that introduced you to that area. You may have been. I had researched where to sit at that but you restaurant. But can, you can see it all, and there's yeah. nobody around you. Yeah. So you can see what's going on. You can't even really hear what's going on outside. You're just sitting there. You're quiet. You're there, and you're eating. The food was pretty good. I yeah. like that lobster roll. Not, they could put more lobster on it, obviously. Right. But, you know, they're going to do what they can. But it was tasty. Um, too much lettuce. So you got to go. That the thing about Columbia Harbor House, you get your food, and then you got to go up the stairs, go and then the quite stairs. make quite a hike. And yeah. it's but it's worth it because it's. I'm always look. I love Disney, but I also like to find places where I can like decompress Collect from all the thoughts. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and it's just a it's an awesome place. It's not super bright in there, so you don't have like a bunch of fluorescent lights beating on you or anything. Um, and it's just so quiet. It was nice. Okay, so I got another question for you guys. I think from what you guys have told me, you've done you did two new things: one at Universal and one at Epcot. So let's hear about these two rides that you guys have never done. Well, should we? 
Maybe let's talk about Universal for just a second first, yeah. right? We won't spend a lot of time on it. Um, you guys were there for one day. We were there for one yeah, day. One day. Um, we uh, that was President's Day itself. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that was the actual holiday. So it was Monday. And um, if you thought that Disney was crowded, you were. Uh, it was, and Universal <laughs> one upped it. Yeah, they <laughs> like just straight. They're just like, was. yeah, we could fit twice as many people in half the space. Um, yeah, that's pretty much how it was. Yeah. It was really crowded. I mean, most most areas over at Islands of Adventure was literally shoulder to shoulder walking, trying to get especially especially in Hogsmeade. Um, that's always a crowded place, anyways. But literally, there was a point where we couldn't even make our way through the crowd to get anywhere. Yeah, like, like everyone uh, just stopped, and they all froze because there were so many people. They didn't know what to do. I, <laughs> and I, I think the problem is they put those butterbeer carts out there, right? And they put these butterbeer carts out in the middle of the thoroughfare. Right. When you can just get it inside the And I'm like one restaurant. There's not a this isn't a big enough street for that. Yeah. <laughs> there's too many people here. And then they've got the lines stretching either side and um, Universal was a cool experience, um, for a lot of reasons. Um, I mean, just going back to the whole Hogsmeade area, like we when we had gone the first time and we did that one Hagrid's ride, which is right in the middle of, it's like in the middle of the area, and like we were trying to navigate through the streets, and we thought it was really crowded, and then we came the second time last week, and I, I didn't think it could get worse, but I was, I was mistaken. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was so crowded. And, and when we first went, so this would have been last December, so twenty twenty one. No, twenty. No, it was twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. Yeah. December twenty twenty is the last time we went. Me and Will and Jack, and Hagrid had just opened, but they were still doing some social distancing a little bit, not much. I don't think Universal was ever particularly good about that. They were super yeah. good with the hand sanitizer. But, yes, they were. But, but they weren't so good with spacing people out. But here's the thing: if I have one qualm about Universal, it is that. Um, it lacks order, okay? So I'm a person, I like order. I like to know where to go and how to do it. I I, I need to know the instructions, okay? Whether I follow them or not is my prerogative, but I need to know what they are. (laughs) (laughs) And in Universal, I I feel like it's just a free-for-all, right? Like you don't know where the line starts or, or you don't know where you're supposed to go or what you're supposed to do next. Sometimes they're cast members or... Well, in Animal Kingdom, you know where the line started, right? I don't want to talk about that one this time. (laughs) (laughs) Still too soon. So, um, so we did. So, we rode the Hagrid motorcycle adventure, which is one of the coolest rides I've ever been on. I haven't done it, so y'all can't spoil it for me. It is. It is so cool, and there there is a spoiler there, and I haven't spoiled it for anyone. Yeah, because it's a surprise, but. Um, that's just an awesome ride. Like all of the queues at Universal, it's really cool. Um, I mean, I think the least cool queue is is Rip Ride Rocket, yeah, right? Which is just which is just an like outdoor. Six flags it's like Six Flags. Yeah. You're outdoor, and there's a pavilion and a bunch of fans, right? Yeah. But everything else you do, like there's an awesome queue to go through, and so it was really cool. And that was the first thing that we did. We got into the park. By the way, the longest line we may have waited in was just the security line to get through the metal detectors. Oh my god. Just to get into the city walk, okay? So We waited probably what, 20 minutes just my, to get into I mean, the security. And I looked at that line, I thought, "Oh my gosh. What's the park going to be like?" Yeah, right. And it was worse. It was worse, yeah. Um 
and we got through and so we went straight to Hagrid because we thought that that was probably going to be the longest line of the day. It was posted for two hours and we got through it in an hour. Which so is, that was cool and we were like, yeah, we maybe can do it this. Won't be that bad. So what did we go to next? We went to the new ride, the Velocicoaster, which is a lot of fun. Oh baby. <laughs> wow. That ride is now that's a roller coaster. Yes. That's all I can say. <laughs> that's a roller coaster. What's and the theme? Is it like <clears throat> so there's the theme Hulk is it's, and it's it's a it's a Jurassic World based ride and yeah. the queue kind of supports that. Oh Velociraptor Velocicoaster. You okay. are uh, and the they have paddock. they have Jurassic World has developed this coaster for um, it's guests because they asked for more teeth <laughs> and basically you're running from raptors. Yeah. And, and so at a certain point it speeds up to 70 miles an hour, 70 miles an hour. Oh, and wow. You, you feel it and it is awesome. awesome. I feel like when I did the Hulk, this was like, I don't know, several years ago. I feel like I almost blacked out. Is that the same That's... kind of... It's a lot smoother. Yeah, to say I, the did least. you feel that's like the, I think that's the big difference is the smoothness, right? Hulk, okay. the Hulk um, is really shaky. It's very jerky, which was surprising. I don't remember it being jerky, but after going on Velocicoaster and then doing Hulk after that, I was like, oh, I have a headache after the Hulk. The Velocicoaster, you're just terrified because there are so many crazy inversions and like corkscrews. Like you're doing literal corkscrews right, like right above the water. Because remember, most of their coasters over on Islands yeah, of Adventure yeah. go the over water. the lake. Right. It was so awesome. And just might I add, they do this. They do a really good job of getting you nice and terrified because there's this one room where you can see while you're waiting that, in line. While you can see while you're waiting in line, you can see. The coaster fly right by you. You see how fast it's going at the full seventy miles. And it's an right hour. when it hits the seventy mile an hour boost. Yeah, so you so you don't just, do seventy the whole time, but you hit a. It's like a video game, and you yeah. hit the little the little the little boost pad boost pad, and and you get sent, and it is a force of nature. And you did that ride twice. Yes, I did that ride twice. Yeah, he only did it once. So that was our two hour wait at Universal. Okay. Um, we didn't have a we didn't have a two hour wait again, yeah. but that was it. I will say one of the things about Universal, just real briefly, you should just be aware of this too. If you plan a Universal trip, right? They do sell an additional ticket, and it's called their Express Pass. <laughs> yeah. Okay? Let's hear about this. And I thought originally I was like, and the last time we went, we got the Express Pass yeah, so when it was, it was me and it was Will great. and Jack, and it was awesome because was it's that, like a fast pass yeah. except there's no set time. Like it was like. You just walk in and you're like, they scan your ticket. And it is, there's a barcode. It's a separate ticket. You scan it and you go through. I think you said it was like a $1,000 day when the three of y'all went. So the thing is about this express pass is it's literally another ticket. So whatever you pay for park ticket, you will pay almost the same amount again for that ticket. And you need one for each of the parks you go to. So if you go to Universal Studios, you need one for there. If you go to Islands Adventure, you need one for there. You can buy a two-park ticket and there is a significant discount for doing that. Like the difference in price was literally like ten or twenty dollars, right? Yeah. So you're a fool if you don't. But on President's Day, when their park is probably at capacity, there were none available for sale, and it's just as well because that ticket alone was nearly three hundred dollars. So if I could have bought it, it would have been three hundred dollars per yes. person. Clearly, that's insane. <laughs> I will wait he my two hours. It. 
Um, but they sold enough that they had sold out. It wasn't even an option. And I think yeah. part of it is because it's President's Day, there are so many pass holders there. That is a pass holder option that probably with the number of people that had a reservation, because you do have to still have reservations yeah. there just like you do at Disney World. Um, they knew in advance, hey, we can't sell any more of these or it'll overload the system. I, I don't really remember there being a problem with the Express Pass people like we had at Disney World. Oh, no. I think it's... Disney World with your with your Genie Plus Lightning Lane folks going through, that was depending on the park especially, there was a great imbalance. Universal managed that part of it a lot better, probably because they've been doing it in this system for longer. Yeah, yeah Genie right. Plus is still kind of getting new. adjusted, and it's very new. Okay, so we talked about one new coaster. Let's let's talk about that second new thing that y'all have done this trip. Do you remember where that was Ratatouille. at? Ratatouille. Yeah, Remy's Ratatouille Remy's Adventure. Ratatouille. So this is our last day while we're at Epcot. Again, no spoilers because I haven't done yeah, this. We won't, I won't talk about the ride itself, aside from the fact it's also awesome. Not we, what you expect, is it? It's not what you expect. Um, I, I will say this. I went expecting it to be very similar, almost identical to like mickey and minnie's runaway railway because i knew it was a trackless ride mm-hmm. um, yeah like that um and i was wrong okay <laughs> i mean it is a trackless ride like minnie and mickey there's there's a couple of similar parts but this is like taking minnie and mickey and like level 100 it right yeah, like it, wow. it was it was that really good cool I thought it was so that was a two hour wait for us. <laughs> yes, that was our that was where we checked the box on the two hour wait. For, and that was yes. rope dropping it by by the uh, way. We rope dropped Epcot that morning and we still had a two hour wait for our very first ride. So it was worth it. Yes. I walked away saying that was really, really cool. Um, the only thing without any spoilers, if you have a weak stomach like me, you may need a little extra dramamine. Okay. All right. I, I didn't expect that. So I, I had to take a couple of ginger pills afterwards, but <laughs> yes, he was a little so cool. The queue is the queue is is mostly cool, um, except it was really hot because yeah, the line started in England. Cool. The line started in England. Yeah. for a ride that's all the way in the back corner of France. Right. So um, it wasn't like that all the time. When we got out of the when ride, actually, the queue <laughs> was the joke's on you. Yeah. Literally, you know, and the park opened at 10. So we rope dropped it. We, we opened it at 10. We got out of the ride a little bit like 10 minutes after noon. Yeah. And that whole queue was like gone. So it was probably went from uh, it was posted 180 minutes. At I think the time. it was posted 90 when we left. And when we left, it was, it was half that time. Okay. Well, this has been so fun. And we love Will. We love having him on here. Thank you for having me. Any last words of wisdom or tips for other teens out there that are going to Disney anytime soon? Have fun and bring a phone charger. (laughs) I I definitely needed one after standing in two-hour lines. Did you bring yours? I brought a portable charger that I had on me, and I used it at least once a day. But I don't know if that's because my phone battery is... Emptied it at least once. Wow. Yes, yeah. I. that was the first day I think I emptied it because I lent it to a friend and also used it twice. But it's definitely... It was a lot of fun. I definitely had a fun trip. Well, and the unique part, the the workshop. The workshop was really cool. Yeah. That's awesome. 
All right. Any parting words from dad, the chaperone? Mm. Can't wait to go back. <laughs> As always. Our friends are at Disneyland right now, and yeah. he's giving me the report. And I know. I just so jealous. Can't <laughs> wait to go there. back. That's right. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you for joining us on this trip report of Whistle While You Work. Hope you guys have a great one. Bye. Bye. Bye.